Going through some things, yeah Just pray to God, I promise he'll never leave you He's always on your side Even when your back's against the wall Just standing tall Yeah, to spread the word of God Christians, we on the rise we Gotta keep it real, we ain't telling no lies Living saved as such Gotta keep it above And kick your feet up, yeah, and join us and Living saved as such Saved as such, you know Sit back and relax Living saved as such Saved as such, you know Go ahead and grab a snack Living saved as such Saved as such, you know Saved this up, saved this up, you know. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I would say that this is another episode of Saved and Such, but this is not a usual day. This is not any other episode, man. We got more purpose. Yes, sir. More purpose Let's on here it. with us, man. Excited. Excited. You excited? I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm a, I love to learn. Just excited, man. Just been doing so much praying for this episode, fasting. I mean, just spending time with God because I just know, I really believe he's going to move on today. Man. Yes, sir. Not but here sure. on Saved and Such, you know, we like to open up every episode with a mental health check-in. We big on mental health. Yeah. So we're going to go around and ask everybody how they're doing spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Uh, one, one out of 10, 10 being the best, one being the least. That's we'll so start with you, brother. How you feeling? Uh, honestly, bro, I'm eight across the board. Okay. <laughs> honestly, because... One, I woke up this morning, so I have no reason to complain sure. about anything. Mm-hmm. And two, it's always someone that has it worse than me. So yeah, yeah. always grateful to even be able to be in a position I'm in. Yeah. And it's grateful to be able to make it out here to even be on your podcast. Mm-hmm. We appreciate really appreciate it. Yes, We're proud of y'all. Yes, <laughs> yes, How about you, bro? I would definitely say eight, too. I agree with everything he said. I'm just, I feel like 10 is, is real. That's real high. But eight is still a great level to be at. Mm-hmm. And because life is good and it's really no complaint. So yeah. I'm just, again, I'm grateful to be here also. And just thank y'all for having us on. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. How about you, sis? All right, so I'm going to break the eight, so I'm going to go with nine. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to just say a nine because one thing that I just always truly believe is that joy meets you in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I have definitely had a rough couple of weeks, but God has been so faithful. Joy met me this morning. And I also just want to say thank you for trusting me to be a part of such a, you know, a great opportunity. So God is great, man. Give all the glory to God. How are you? I appreciate the question. I'm about a, I'm gonna say I'm an eight. eight. I'm gonna say I'm an eight, man. I'm I'm feeling good though. Definitely mm-hmm. excited about today. So let's just jump on into it. Let's man. do it, man. All right. So this episode, you know, what I mean, just doing some prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's coming out of Romans eight, uh, eighteen and nineteen, and it says, "For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Mm. For the earnest expectations of the cre- of the creature." Waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we're going to branch that off into the topic, Ooh. starting off with the weight of ministry. Yeah. Mm. Just, Listen. you know what I mean? <laughs> just starting off with saving and such, man. It's it's countless testimonies. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, a part of this podcast. But not just testimonies, but trials and tribulations that we had to go through. You yeah. know what I mean, each and every day, you know what I mean, since we decided to all to come together, you know what I mean, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, people have lost their jobs, mm-hmm. been in car accidents, you know what I mean? Different spiritual warfare, man. And we be feeling it. And we like to come together as a team and pray and talk things mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? Be vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I mean? With one another. So I think that's what I'll say to start it off. How about y'all? Yeah. Well, first I'll say um, there's no glory without suffering. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because this is something so huge in the spiritual realm, there's always going to be trials and tribulations, spiritual yeah. warfare, and all those different things. Uh, we always say that the devil doesn't try nobody who's not a threat. Right. 
Right. If you just walking around and life just going good for you and you ain't got hit by nothing, you should be worried. Right. Because right? yeah. I feel like I get attacked almost every day. It's every like day. I can't catch a break. Yeah, yeah. But that's just him telling me that I mean something in this world. So mm-hmm. what y'all are doing is is great for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And that's something that y'all got to, yeah, like you said, stay uh, prayed up, continue to fast and stuff like that. Because he's going to keep hitting and hitting because the people that are watching this are getting free. They're getting delivered. You know what I'm saying? All these different things. People are coming to know Christ just because y'all are up here on the podcast talking about the gospel. So it's the same with us. We go through stuff like that. Somebody broke in his car one time. Studio, water started coming in the studio where we do Bible studies and stuff like that. So just experiencing a whole lot of stuff, but just try to find a way to roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But also to add on to that, um, like he said, but when we go through those different things, it's giving us our faith a chance to grow. Like James chapter one, verse two through Mm -hmm. three, it says... Like when we go through trials and tribulations, it's giving our faith and endurance yeah. a chance to grow. Count it's building our endurance, building yeah. our faith muscles, building our confidence to know that God's going to handle the situation every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a reminder that God's not, we're not going through these things for no reason. Like yeah. we're going through everything to grow, to be able to get to the next level, to be able to handle and steward different blessings that come our way. Yeah. Because if we don't go through these things and we get the blessing, we, we might not steward it the yeah. right way. We might yeah. have it prematurely and we might miss out on the blessing. Let's touch on that real quick. How did more purpose come to be? Long, it's a long story, but we make it short. Yeah, (laughs) get the fast version. But basically, um, I have a had. I'm saying I'm I'm saying had now because I know God's qualifying me along the way. Mm -hmm. But I had a fear of public speaking, Mm -hmm. and then when it came, I had a dream. So basically, I had a dream, and in the dream, it was God telling me that I was going to lead people in our generation up to up to Him and everything Mm -hmm. to build a close relationship with Him. And after that, God was like, "All right, start a Bible study group chat." Started Bible studies with your friends, and that led it to branching out to everybody's welcome, not just my friends, and make it open to everybody at the studios. Then said, "All right, God, make God was like make a podcast." I was like, "I don't make a podcast," because mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, "I'm not trying to be making no podcast. That's a whole lot of extra work. I'm already trying to be focused on photography and everything right. and all that." He was like, "Make the podcast." I go to him. I was like, "Hello." I was like, "My boy, <laughs> you help me with the podcast because you speak better than me. You ever get to speaking, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm just called to bring him here. You're called to keep him here." So I was like, "Bro, can you help me with the podcast?" He said, I'll get back with you. <laughs> yeah. had, to, had to pray on that. Had to pray on that. <laughs> he got back with me and was like, all right, God just told me, yeah, I'm going to help you with the podcast. And ever since then, we've been trying to lock in and stay yeah. focused on that, bro. Just trying to obey his word. And mm-hmm. it's been showing that he's qualifying us along the way because mm-hmm. how we were speaking a year ago compared to today, it's completely different. Facts. And I can just see the growth in myself of how I'm speaking now and the confidence I have now speaking versus when I did back then when mm-hmm. we first started. That's amazing. Yeah, what that's about so y'all? Dope that yeah, you y'all happy each other. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really amazing that you guys were able to partner together and really build together. Mm-hmm. What were we about to say? I was about to say, what about y'all and y'all podcast? Oh, uh, well, it's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story, but too, but basically, like in COVID, mm-hmm. I was like at my lowest, like at mm-hmm. my complete lowest. Same. My family was going through financial mm-hmm. hard times. Like it was, it was bad. You know what I'm saying? And like God constantly was telling me, get up and pray at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. He constantly mm-hmm. was telling me that. So I'm like, okay, no matter how hard it was, I just kept going and kept mm-hmm. going. And eventually one night he's told me, I want you to start this podcast. Mm-hmm. And like when I, like when he showed me like visions of the podcast, like I seen like, like lights and like, yeah. you know what I mean? He was like, showing me visions yeah. of like what's going to happen with it. So I'm like, like, I don't know. Like who, yeah. who, who would I call for this? Yeah. You know what I mean? So he led for me to call to, my brother Cliff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, I think God wants us, you know what I mean, to start a, a podcast. And God actually gave him the name Saving Such. That's hard. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And just 
And the whole process of that process mm. of that, like he was, I was still in school in college, mm. knowing I was supposed to be here. Like I remember mm. Cliff text me one time and saying, Hey bro, God wants you to focus on the podcast and not go hey. to college. Mm -hmm. So as time went on, I'm still fighting it, feeling bad though mm. at school, just feeling like like I just felt like that burden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then he finally told me, I need you to go home. So when I went home, bro, this podcast just moved, it just shifted. You know what I mean? We God blessed us to move into a studio. You know I mean, things like that. So it was just, it was just nothing yeah. but God, bro. That's what's up, bro. Congratulations to y'all. Oh, That's all right. It's, uh, I, my fault. I was going to say, like, when uh, we had the name More Purpose, mm -hmm. it just came from, like, us going through our, our seasons and everything yeah. and always realizing that there's always going to be more to the situation. There's always going to be more to do. There's never going to be no stopping point. It's like, mm -hmm. there's always another purpose, another assignment that's going to be had to be done mm -hmm. like after you complete this assignment next topic yeah. next yeah. next person to say next soul to say right. so on and so forth so i was like dang like what about more purpose and we all started mm -hmm. uh throwing that joint out mm -hmm. and then i think mike ty had like a title or something that alluded to purpose it was purpose mm -hmm. something yeah and we just took the purpose word and put it in there and we was like more purpose oh that sound good yeah put it together that's and it's just been saying. clicking ever since right now it's the motto <laughs> i gotta ask you a question though with the platform that y'all have thousands mm -hmm. of followers and all of that you know what I mean? We see in times today where people can kind of fall away from God and get so caught up in the followers and, and that type of thing, having a platform. You know, what kind of keeps y'all grounded in the word? You know what I mean? Keeps y'all humble. Yeah. So I would say, um, first and foremost, I would say staying at Jesus' feet. So when I say that, meaning like just staying submitted to God and then realizing we've been talking about this. It's so crazy. We've been talking about this same topic the last few days. Okay. We've been talking about uh, because... God's calling people to be creatives in this generation and stuff yeah. like that. We have to realize that he's a source and not us. Mm -hmm. So meaning those followers and the likes and all the comments don't come without Jesus. He's the one giving you the, the words to say. But with that platform comes, you have to be intentional about staying humble. Mm -hmm. And when I say humble, meaning like, you know, God is the source because it's so easy to let that stuff blow your head up because our page has been growing at a rapid way right. and it hasn't been like, it's, it's some things that we do and we're like, that wasn't supposed to blow up. That was nobody but God. Mm. So just realizing that that's God's work and not yours. Mm. Okay, you can give yourself a pat on the back because yes, God wants to come into partnership with you. But always remember that without God, you can't do nothing. Don't get too confident in your abilities. Don't get too, don't start thinking that you know what to say. You know how to just break the algorithm to where it's like, oh, we gonna go up every single time. Now nah, you need a little bit of God on that. So we always, uh, my dad tells us always put, let God put his super on your natural. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just continue to stay in partnership with God. And we're not making no pointless content. We're not out here just trying to get views. Like, okay, what does God want us to say? Exactly. Even before we came here, does God want us to come here? I talked right. to the group. I'm like, do y'all want to go? Do y'all agree? Right. Like, do you think it's a good move? So just staying at his feet and staying submitted to him. I love that. Yeah. To add on to, um, <clears throat> to, add on to everything Marlon just said, because I agree with everything he just said. I also feel like when the platform gets to, like, gets to where it's getting and where it's going, I feel like it's also like accountability too. Yeah. Cause like we're not trying to lead nobody in the wrong direction. Facts. Yeah. So like holding us accountable at the same time, it's like, hold on, it's a lot of people like asking yeah. for help and yeah. asking for scriptures and doing this, doing that. Like we have way more eyes on this now. Yeah. We it can't be no mess ups right now. Like we have mm -hmm. to like lock in, dial in even more than what we already was doing. Mm -hmm. So like now mm -hmm. we being more cautious of like, hey yo, before you make that decision, pray about it, think yeah. about it, be wise because any little thing can affect what we're trying to build. Mm -hmm. So just making sure like we're being held accountable from just knowing that the platform is a blessing from God and two, it can be taken, taken away at any time. And one more thing to that, cause I think because both of y'all uh, told the story about how y'all started the podcast, I think another way to kind of uh, not get drowned by the platform or the, the, the views and the influence and stuff like that, 
is to remember that you started this because of obedience. Mm -hmm. You didn't yeah. start this for influence. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For sure. He stumbled, he stumbled upon it. It was an accident. You stumbled upon it. It was on accident. It was nothing you planned in your head. It was God giving it to you. Right. So always remember that you did this because of obedience. So I always think of with obedience, I'm doing it because God told me to do it. The outcome is up to God. The outcome, whatever he decides to do with it. So whenever I teach Bible study, whenever we get on a podcast, I always pray. I say, God, if this just touches one person, I'm going to be content knowing that I did what you asked me to do. That's the best fulfillment there is. Yeah. Besides the numbers and stuff like that, that stuff is cool. It's an add-on. But just the fulfillment of knowing that you did what God told you, that should be enough. That's all you need Thanks. right there. So, yeah. Can I, can I just point out the fact of what I love, what God is doing in this generation through each and every last one of us mm -hmm. and just what I'm seeing? Because if we go back to the text of what we first yeah. started talking about, Romans 8, where it says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us. I like to always consider myself and, you know, the people in this generation, they're glory carriers. Mm -hmm. You carry mm -hmm. the glory of God within you and what God wants to do on this earth, he's going to do it through the people who are yielded mm -hmm. that he can do it through people. Yeah. And so I just see like, you know how looking from the natural sight, you might look around and you might see a lot of chaos going on. But what I see is something so beautiful because in the midst of darkness, I see that God is literally, literally raising up a generation. He's raising up platforms. He's building gifts, building character so that when we see all of this darkness, when we see all of this chaos, he's literally telling us that it has nothing to be compared to the glory that she'll be revealed mm -hmm. in us. Yeah. This is his glory being revealed. Mm -hmm. Everything that you are doing, everything that God is depositing down on the inside of you is so that you can literally be a, be a beacon of light Yeah, in this dark times. Not and that's so sure. beautiful that you guys answered that call and you do it diligently. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. that. I love that. <laughs> nah, thank you, too. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Go ahead and tell your testimony. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't about my testimony. We ain't, we ain't really here. Yeah. We okay. got to hear that. <laughs> okay, but what, what, what part, The car though? part. The car part, okay. Um, so how I kind of got into my walk with God intentionally because I did grow up in the church and you know, you raise a child up in the way they should go, you should not depart from it. Mm -hmm. In the end, because I did depart. Yeah. <laughs> but when I came back, it was in college, I want to say my junior year and I had just got out of a abusive relationship and I was at one of the lowest places that I feel like I could be. You know how when you hit rock bottom? Yeah. And so I cried out to God and I said, if you're real, the way that, you know, I've grown up knowing you to be real, show me. Like, literally just show me. Mm -hmm. And that's when my life did a 360. I never found anything that I was passionate about. I never found anything that actually made me see, oh, I want to do this for the rest of my life. So I was going through college, changing my major after major. And then when I found him, I heard one day... Start blogging. Just start blogging your pain. Start blogging your process. And so just doing that, I didn't think about building people who are going to actually be watching me. I was just being obedient. Next thing you know, people are like, oh, my God, this helps me. Yeah. And so he said, well, not a lot of people read. Start speaking. And I'm like, whoa, speak? And so that's how I was able to kind of like build what I was passionate about because mm -hmm. I realized there's a lot of people suffering and we are more alike than we are different when we connect through our vulnerability mm -hmm. and our weaknesses. And so I'm really passionate about people finding Christ because when I found him, I found freedom. Mm -hmm. I found joy. I found hope again. And I found something that actually made me feel alive. And so I'm really passionate about helping people with mental health, helping women understand the greatness that's within them, that God says that you are worthy no matter what your circumstances were you have the power to be born again and create a legacy for yourself and your family. Yeah. 
That's what's up. That's yeah. beautiful. That yeah. was good. Yeah. I actually relate to that in a way to where I never knew what I wanted to do. Exactly. I was in college. I was running track at uh, Ryder University in New Jersey. Left college, came back, uh, had a job, quit the job, got mm-hmm. into real estate. It was, like, it was just a whole lot of just switching and turning yeah, and not yeah. knowing what to do. It was mainly because I wasn't consulting God. And then realizing that what I'm called to do is speak. Exactly. And I didn't start finding fulfillment in my purpose until we started the podcast. And it's so crazy that I found my purpose. It was a direct link to my brother, which was kind of crazy. Mm, I but what I will say about uh, just switching from season to season to what you were saying is that no season of your life is wasted. None. Yeah. I, mm. I truly believe in that all things come together for the good of them that love the Lord. Yes. And I called according to his purpose. And one of my favorite Bible characters is Joseph. So just him going from the pit to the palace to prison. That's my favorite story because I look at all the different environments that I've been in, mm-hmm. the job titles I've had, all right. the different professions that I tried to pick up and stuff like that and realize that all of it was working together. God was just waiting for me. It was character development and stuff yes. like that. Mm-hmm. So I love that in your in your pain and stuff like that, you found God because yeah. that's where we find him the most. That was my same situation. Yeah. So yeah, I can I relate. Love that. I love that character development. Yeah. How would you say that like God has developed you in that ample time? Yeah, in that ample time, I definitely would say that um, back to what he said and then also on the Joseph story to correlate them is if you don't go through the process, you won't have the right character that you need for the promised land. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the wilderness season is for you to to grow closer to God because God has to kill some things in you that you can't take to where he's trying to take you to. So if I would have got into this with pride and stuff and took everything that I was doing before this, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been the same. If God would have took Joseph from like right from where he was when he told him he was going to be king over his brothers and his family, if he took him right then to the palace straight up, Joseph would have had pride in his heart. And then he would have never forgave his family at the end of the story and stuff like that. So God puts us through the process to develop us and to also just realize that we need him. He's more he's more concerned about our character development than the the place that he's trying to take you to. Mm -hmm. Because if you if you don't have that development, if you don't have that character development, you're just going to abuse what he's trying to get you to do. So if you don't go through the season you were supposed to go through, all the stuff you went through, you know, I know you said in college you was basically, you was like down bad. If you don't go through that, you won't be the same person sitting here today, exactly. believe it or not. Because sure. it's stuff in our heart that we we may try to ignore, but it's stuff that God wants to clean up inside of us. So right. pride and all this different stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. And it's like God has to show you yourself first before he can put you on a platform. And I also would say mm. that the, the seasons, the wilderness seasons oh, and the process and the beautiful thing about it, not only is God revealing you to you, but God is also revealing who he is. Yes. And mm-hmm. you get to know more of his character. And so I remember I went through a season where I lost my job and I could not get a job for nothing. But I got to know God as really my Jehovah mm-hmm. Jireh. Mm-hmm. I got to really see him yeah. move in miraculous ways, like miracles, like money randomly showing up in my bank account. I'm talking about thousands of dollars. Can't trace it. I got to know that a job is really not my source, but God is my source. And Mm. so he'll put you in different seasons so that you can get to know him more earnestly, so that you really place your trust and your confidence in him. And that builds and strengthens you to do what he's calling you to do. One of the stories that we love uh, to go directly to with the wilderness season, we always talk about how when the Israelites was coming out of Egypt in the wilderness and God was providing manna or bread for Mm, them. Some of them fell in love with just the fact of him, like the bread coming down, but not realizing yeah. that he was trying to show exactly what you said, yes. that I'm the source. I'm the one providing the food. I'm providing everything you need. You walk with me, you're going to be good. But some people fell in love with just the what his hand can do. Yeah. I think he always says, don't fall in love with God's mm-hmm. flowers. Or fall in love with God's roots. Don't fall in love with his flowers. Like yeah, Meaning like get, like get engraved with the foundation mm-hmm. of God, not just what he could do for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yes. 
Yeah. Man, that's a lot, man. I ain't gonna lie. I know for me, though, like I was always a person who was insecure. Like I battled a lot of insecurities, a lot of times about what I seen when I looked in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't always like what I seen. And I always noticed like God, well, man, I would say, man or the world never picked me. Mm. Like I was always passed upon. That's, like it was always, now nah, we're going to go with the next guy. We're going to go with the next person. Mm-hmm. And then I learned like God kind of showed me like you keep trying to fit into a place where you don't belong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like I, I had to come to realization mm-hmm. that like God uses people who the world's not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just, like like she said, I just felt joy. I felt peace. I felt comfort. For the first time, I felt like I belonged, child. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? So Thanks. I just felt like I'm home. You know what I mean? Just, just it's a crazy feeling, man. Yeah. Bro, it's, I mean? it's crazy because our friend Kiera, she just dropped a book. And then her, one of her chapters was basically saying, like, those who are called don't always look the part. Like, Mm-mm. I never felt like I looked the part to be what guys trying to like mold us into being and everything, like doing podcasts, Bible studies and all that stuff. I've always had a mindset of, I don't want to be like my dad. He preaching. I'm not trying to preach. <laughs> Leave me behind the camera. Leave me behind the camera. <laughs> not put me in front of the camera. I'm good. Yeah. But it's just crazy. Like how it just correlates in stories mm-hmm. as well. Like mm-hmm. always getting passed up in different situations, but it's like, no God saying like, you get, they pass you up, but I'm saying you right now, I'm about to put you in the forefront. I'm about right. to make you the star. So on and so forth in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's all that really matters, bro. Being a star in his eyes. Yeah. That's amazing, man. To see yourself finally the way that he sees you is yeah. something that mm-hmm. cannot compare. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. mean, like the process of him just showing and revealing. I know you were talking about who you are because a lot of times, a lot of the rejection that we face is self-rejection. Yeah, We reject ourselves and then we project that onto other people. And so just being able to take off the weights and the limitations. I told you back in August, God told me, he said that um, no longer do I want to deal with your symptoms, but I want to get it from the root because when mm. I can get it from the root, that's when true change comes. And he mm. said, in this season, I want to change your distorted perception of self, the way that you've always seen yourself. And I want to give you a mirror so you can finally see you clear. And I just thought that that was so good because you don't realize that the way that you view yourself, that's the way that you love other people, the way that you show up mm. in rooms. I used to say that I was socially awkward because I never felt like I fit in everywhere I went, like you said, just Mm. being passed over, being rejected. And so now this is something that I've taken on as my identity and it affected the way I speak. It affected the way that I showed up in a room. And that's why I believe that God wants to take the weights and the limitations off of you and even the sins that so easily beset you. Yeah. Mm. You made me just think about um, this verse that I like, um, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by renewing your renewing of your mind. The reason I bring that up is because I read this book. It's called Winning the War in Your Mind. And it yeah. talks about how, how you think of yourself is what you will be. And then that's what, how other people will handle you also. So yeah. like basically what you think, like what you perceive is going to be reality. Perception is reality, I think right. what they say. So I think it's big that God has to literally rewire our thoughts. Like you were saying, yeah. getting to the root of the problem and rewire our thoughts. Like, hey, like this way you looked at yourself beforehand is from like, a whole lot of past trauma, trials, and stuff. Yes, like deep, deep stuff that God never intended like for us to start looking at ourselves that way. And it's affected us our whole life, but we can't be transformed until our thinking is is different. Because like you said, if I'm thinking, if I'm insecure to what you said, Mm. I'm going to walk in the room feeling like I'm less than everybody in the room. You know what I'm saying? Whether I am or not, that's just how I'm going to feel. And then that's that's how I'm going to act around people. So definitely I would say just ask God to come into your thinking and your thought process and stuff like that. Because 
I went through that too. Like just straight identity crisis, bro. Because yeah. especially with not knowing what I wanted to do, exactly. and then seeing other people figure out, like they figuring out their lives and I'm their like, futures. And I'm like, God, <laughs> listen, I feel like I'm getting thrown from the pit to the palace. Right. To yeah, and it it kind of lowers your it lowers your self esteem if you don't have an identity in Christ. Yes, mm. but because my identity was rooted in so many other things, it was like. I'm comparing myself to other people. Right. I'm being insecure and stuff like that. Right, so, right. so definitely ask God to transform your thoughts and your mind and stuff like that. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Won't he do it? Yeah. How big is discernment Ooh. for young people in their faith? Yeah. Discernment is huge. Discernment is huge. And common sense is huge. Yeah, fact. <laughs> this is all me and Marlon talk about. We'd be like, bro, is there no common sense in this room? Like, yeah. what's going on? Like, it'd be certain situations where I feel like People just don't really think twice about things before they can happen. Like me mm-hmm. and Marlon, I just, I feel like we're blessed to have the mindset to always try to think ahead before a situation pop off. Like if we go to an event or a party, before I, before I do anything, I'm looking at all the exits. Where the exits at? <laughs> exactly. where, where, door right here, door right here. All right, bet. <laughs> I'm looking at everybody who walking in, everything. Like I'm right. trying to, I'm peeping out everything, but discernment as far as like making decisions and just before you jump in the gun, because we both have been in recently, recent situations where mm-hmm. we both jumped in the gun and, and making decisions business-wise, work-wise, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And just like making sure that we always have a posture of, God, what do you think? God, what do you think of this decision right here? Is this part of your plan right now or is this for later on? Because yeah. a lot of times God will show us the promise and it'll be like, we think it's right now. So then I'll jump the gun and be like, oh, God, show me this mm-hmm. opportunity that came up. That's God talking. Yeah, That don't mean it's God talking. That, it's a good opportunity, but not every good opportunity is a God opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that just because they presented it don't mean that God says right now. Mm-hmm. So like with my situation, I'm going to be transparent. Right now, I have um, I have my one studio that we do Bible studies in, and I got the studio that had opened up next door. It was a um, like a fruit, like a nutrition spot that opened up, and the lady I knew her, I had a good relationship with her and everything, and she said I can have the building for the rent that she paid for since she negotiated them down a thousand dollars cheaper. Mm. I was like, listen, that's a steal. Right. <laughs> I need that joint yeah. immediately. I'm like, all right, God, listen, already made, see, the whole time I already made the decision in my head. I'm going to get. And it. then you came to God. Then I go to God and be like, hey, God, that's is this crazy. part of your plan? Yeah. But how can I hear God's? His um answer, if I'm if my mind's already made up on, God's gonna say yes anyway. Mm. God's gonna get to you anyway. So I ha- I got the building, right? Get the building. I'm thinking God said, yeah, get the building. I get the building. I got the building last October. Mm. Actually, why the building looks exactly the same as I got it. Have I put nothing in there? Have I rented it out to nobody? Lights not on. Yeah, I'm paying rent for free. Nah, no, paying rent. Nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing in there. It okay. looks exactly how she left it. Like she took everything out and looks exactly the same. Okay. So now I look dumb. Cause I don't the gun. I won't, I won't use my discernment. I won't be wise. I won't yeah. be smart thinking ahead and thinking of all right, God. Let's actually be patient about this decision. Not, yeah. Let's not jump the gun real quick. And when I did that, now it's like I don't have the same motivation about this building versus when I got my other building. Mm. Like when I had my other building, everything I finished within the first month. Right. Mm. Everything. Why is it taking six, seven months to finish this building? Mm. There's no motivation there because God's hands not on it. Yeah. That mm. I jumped the gun. So with that situation, it's like all right, now I just have to bite the bullet. And it also led to me and Marlon talking about how sometimes you have to take a step back to be able to get launched forward. Mm-hmm. And I had to get an analogy of if you play any board game, you know, sometimes you play Monopoly or something. So There's certain spots. Like, say if you uh, roll the dice and you get a spot, sometimes you can land on a space and it says go back two steps. But if you go back two spaces and go again, it might launch you five steps forward. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, dang, that's really how like the situations be because... Yeah. God just wants us to like realign and refocus on him. That way he can launch us in the right direction we need mm-hmm. to be going in. But yeah, bro, like discernment plays a big part in decision making, relationships, yeah. 
Everything, for real, for, bro. That joint is huge. I think that's so important that you took the time, though, to reflect and think. And what you realize, most people, they don't think. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people live their life on autopilot. Impulse, too. And so, yeah. because they live their life on autopilot, whatever is just coming to them, whatever they feel in that moment, they're just doing. But nobody takes the time to step back and actually dissect and reflect on a situation. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one of the verses that helps me... Like with especially with decisions like he made and just examples like that. Well, there's uh, friends, opportunities, doors open. I always go back to Proverbs three: Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, mm-hmm. lean not to thy own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He shall direct your paths. Right. So, I try to be intentional about seeking God in everything Everything. I do because it says he shall direct your paths. And one thing, my dad, that's one of our favorite teachers. He's teach us the Bible. He's taught us the Bible and stuff like that. And he said that shall in Hebrew mean it must come to pass. Mm -hmm. So it says if if you seek his will and all you do, shall, he shall direct your path. So meaning he's going to, he promised that he's going to show you which uh, path to take. But the problem is a lot of us don't seek his will. We already, like you said, we move off like impulse and autopilot. So, I move out my feelings. Okay, I think I should buy this building. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to build it. I'm going to ask God on the back burner. When in reality, God is asking us to come to him first before we go to other people. Because we go to other people before we go to God sometimes. Yeah. I know I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I ask my friends in the group chat, what y'all think about this? Like, did you even go to God yet, bro? Yeah. You feel me? So I, I try to live by that verse, seeking, seeking his will. God, what is your will for this? I applied for a job not too long ago. I said, God, if it's your will, allow me to get the job. If not... I know it's not your will for my life and I'm going to move on to the next position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just simple things like that instead of just, um, even when I get a job, I'm going to still ask God, are you sure this is what you want me to have? Just mm-hmm. double double checking. Because I don't, like he said, I don't ever want to move out of God's timing. Because outside, being outside of the will of God is the scariest place you could be. Yeah. And so, my fault. So add on to what he just said, um, it's also important to have, like, to actually seek wisdom from wise counsel. Yeah. It says that in Proverbs yeah. 2, mm-hmm. uh, Proverbs 11 and 14. It says, without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. Yeah. And that was one of my problems, too. I didn't seek counsel. I didn't seek wise counsel. I asked my dad. My dad was like, are you sure you want to do that? Mm-hmm. I look like, he don't, know, he don't know nothing about this business stuff anyway. I'm not going to take his, yeah. his answer serious. <laughs> I'm going to go with my own understanding. And that's yeah. my problem. I went with my own understanding. But just to go off what he said, man, like, yeah, really seeking God and consulting God and everything we do, even to the little things, because every little decision we make can lead to a bigger decision. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, last thing, I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing he said uh, a little minute ago, we was talking about actually having wise counsel. So whether it's your friends, your family. One thing he had said one time that I caught, he said, um, you can't just spill it out to somebody who you think is wise, but that wise counsel has to be somebody submitted to God. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? Because he probably thought that my dad didn't know nothing about business, but my dad is submitted to God. Right. So he has the Holy Spirit. So he may not know anything about photography or anything like that, but God can drop on him exactly what he needs to say to you to help you out with the decision making. So just saying to those out there, don't be just talking to people just because they may be smart. They got a degree or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you're a Christian, you should be, you should, your wise counsel should be somebody submitted to God. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, what is that? Because I know when people hear stuff like that, sometimes the question comes, well, how do you know when God is leading you into a situation? How do you discern the voice of God on these decisions that you're making, especially when it's a time crunch yeah. and you got to make a decision? I would say, honestly, because Marlon, he, says, he says this all the time, like, and from other people we've been hearing it too, but you don't know God's voice if you don't, if you don't know his word. Yep. So it's like, if you're not in your word, you're not going to ever hear God's voice. And if you're trying to make a decision and you're not in your word, 
you're not gonna know what decision you need to be making. Yes. So okay. now you're going back to your fleshly decisions. Mm. And now you're moving out of pride. You're looking like, well, logic logically it makes sense in my head. Mm. Yeah. But again, you might be moving out of timing. Yeah. You could have got a way better deal if you just went on God's yeah. path versus you trying to jump the gun mm -hmm. and do what you do now. But yeah. that's my little two cents. <laughs> to add to that, to what he's like he said in John 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, all of that. And you cannot get closer to God without reading his word because exactly. this is this is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the Jesus. word is Jesus. And to the point he made is that you don't know how God speaks without knowing the word mm -hmm. because everything God says, he's going to back it up with the word. Exactly. But a lot of times we're just not opening the word to even find out what he said. Right. So to answer that, I would definitely say, read your word and then praying. Uh, my mom gives the analogy that her kids, us, we know her voice because we spent time with him, with her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you got to spend time with God to know how he speaks. If you don't spend time with him, it's a stranger speaking. So, because God is always speaking, we're not always listening. Exactly. So when a stranger speaks, I'm not going to think nothing of it. Right. I'm going to be oblivious. But you know, if your mama was way down there and she called your name, you're going to know that's your mama. Right. Every time. You're going you gonna to <laughs> hop up. You're going to hop up from this podcast right. if she called your name. So the more time you spend with God is the more you'll be able to, to discern his voice and stuff like that. And then, of course, there's so many ways he speaks. Um, so repetition, music, mm -hmm. numbers. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot of ways he speaks. But at the end of the day, um, he said, my sheep know my voice. So you got to be, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. You, you be in the word. Right. Be in the word. That's, a, that's the most simple thing I can say. Yeah. But don't overthink it. Don't overthink Definitely. it. It's, it's crazy because I had um, get an analogy before in Bible study before. And I was saying that sometimes like, because you know how we always get in those seasons of, God, I can't hear your voice. Yeah. And I get an analogy of, like he said, if your mom or your dad, whoever your guardian is, if you build a relationship with them, right? Say they downstairs and they call your name. My mom used to be like, CLM Marlon, we on the game. Huh? Yes, ma'am? Yeah. And she's not responding back. Yeah. Me looking like, yo, why are you calling me if you're not going to respond back? Mm -hmm. Just be playing the game again. CLM Marlon. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> not responding back. Usually that means come here and see, right. what, I, see what I hey, want. Boy. And I was like, that's the same way with God with us. We, I can't hear God's voice. Mm. That means draw closer. Come here. Come hey, closer to me. Close they go cast that on Tuesday. Like, come closer to me. Come in your <laughs> word. Read your word. Yeah. And come find me. Yeah. Jesus. Seeking out. And then you'll probably be able to hear my voice. You yeah. can't hear my voice. So you're too far away. Yeah. That's I good. I love that. You just made me feel convicted over here. <laughs> so I got a question for y'all then. I got a question because I feel like all of what we said is truth. But then I feel like there are, and this is just opinion. I mm -hmm. want to see what y'all think. I feel like there are moments well, I think God trusts us in certain scenarios to make the right decision because right. we have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Like, I feel like, so I got into a place where I would seek God's will. I would fast for an answer. I would pray and stuff like that. And then when it's like, when it's not too clear and it's time, so like the deadline is there, it's time to make a decision. It's like, okay, I'm not going to move because God ain't say nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. But then I started realizing as I started growing in my, my faith and maturity that God always gives you the answer in your heart. And then also... I have the trust to know that if I make the wrong decision, God has the ability to reroute me. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, mm -hmm. like, I'm a perfectionist, and I always think, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And so when God's not answering, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. But then my dad was literally telling me, he was like, he was like, don't you think, like, um, God, don't you, don't you know that he has the ability to reroute you if you make the wrong decision? Like, just yeah. trust in that, because sometimes God will put you in situations to where, okay, you, you sought him, but, okay, now it's time to put the faith in. Make a decision. And then God will, he will work with you on that. So have y'all ever been in a situation to where like y'all was asking God, like, okay, God, what do I do? And he didn't answer in the moment. Or you feel like he didn't answer and you just had to make a decision. I would say in that moment, um, 
I was saying that moment of me in battling school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and, was me. Battling school yeah. in this podcast. Like, it wasn't really like a clear yeah. yes, but I, like I said, like you said, Felt it fucked in my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, I was just like, it would make sense if I just go yes. home. You know I mean, like, I, even if I can't see it right now, even if I can't yeah. see it, like, I know God's going to bless us. He's going to yes. blow our mind. And he's been doing exactly that, yeah. man. Like, we started in my homie's basement recording. That's like, what's up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for us to even be here, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, right now is all God. Yeah. Man, that's hard. That's what's up. It's man. crazy to add on to what you just said, bro, because that's how I was. But God's way of speaking to me was more so like Marlon, he, he won't put me onto this, but he was like, when you can't hear God's voice, go, that means you ain't finished what he told you to do the first time. Mm-hmm. So when I was in college, that's God had already told me back in high school like it's crazy, but he get, in my junior year of high school. He gave me a dream that said I was gonna drop out of college, my sophomore year of college. I told my parents. They said, "No, you're not. Go back to sleep." <laughs> like, okay. Freshman year, go through freshman year and everything. I'm only in college. Come, I like to network. I was like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not here. I want to be here. I'm here right. for my parents. I'm here to network. That's about it. Sophomore year comes, COVID happens. It was like the the dream came up again, and I was like, hold on. I was like, all right, bet we about to see what this um. I'm about to see what it means, like what's what gonna feel like if I go full time in photography because I don't want to be here. I don't feel led to be here. Mm. I know I'm meant to be back home right now and locking in on my business. And that's when I started writing my goals down from Steve Harvey uh, video about talking about um Habakkuk two and two, write a vision, make it plain, yeah. and all that. So I started taking that OD serious, like right now everything, everything I wanted to do, I was I'm going to achieve it. And then God started whamming. Like every time I took one step, God was taking three. Mm. But it's because my faith was like so high because like dang, I'm about to go get some grain, drop out of school. Now, I'm telling everybody, God told me to drop out. Everybody looking at me like, no, he did not. And now they're seeing, oh, no, nah, it was a good idea for you to drop out. Yeah. Literally, all my friends now be like, oh, you, that was the best decision in your life. Wow. But it's because they see that how God has, how his hand has been and his grace has been on me since I've dropped out of college. Yeah. I'm going to go back to school, but right. it's just the time, like the season that I was in, God was saying, it's time for you to get out of here. Because mm-hmm. the podcast, the studio, the Bible studies, none of that would have been happening if I would have stayed in college. Mm-hmm. I would have still been in Richmond. So it's okay, crazy. I went to uh, Virginia Union. Yeah, I went to VCU. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. You play football at Union? Yeah. At Union. That's yeah. what's up. I went to Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> we went on a class tour there before really? I went with the you, church. Yeah, I went to Bowie, yeah. I want to answer cool. your question, though, because I really like that because I'm a mom. Yeah. So my son teaches me so much about mm-hmm. like my relationship with mm-hmm. God in so many different ways. And one of the things that I realized is... When we come into this walk, we're like babes, you know, we're on yeah, spiritual milk sure. and we're being, we're laying the foundation. And so I look at it, how I'm raising my son, I'm, I'm instilling these morals and I'm instilling these standards and just teaching him all of these different things. But the goal is for him to one day grow up and be able to take everything that I've given him mm-hmm. and know how to discern and make decisions yes. for himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I feel like, and sometimes God is like, why would I need to give you the answer? There's, those are certain things that you should just know by yep. spending all of this time and yes. learning from me that you should be able to know right from wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. that common sense. Yeah, yeah, that common sense and that mm-hmm. discernment, yeah. knowing good from from mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. It's like, okay, I know the character of God. I know I spent this much time in his presence. Mm-hmm. I've done this. This, you know, just being yeah. able to really, yeah. But still seeking him yes. and then following that peace. If there's no peace in it, I'm like, okay, well, maybe we thing. should yeah. until I get something more. That's definitely what I look for is like, okay, if I don't feel that peace, yeah. I ain't going. I'm not deciding. I'm not saying yes. That's what if I don't hear say, God, what? What they always say about like when in doubt? When in doubt, leave it out. My dad always say that. When, <laughs> doubt, if, like meaning like if you got to, if you think it too hard about it, I don't know if I should go here. I don't, don't know if go. I should go to this job. That means don't do it because 
the Holy Spirit is there to unction you like because mm. Jesus left the Holy Spirit back with us to basically have Jesus inside of us. So mm. that's all the answer we need right there. Right. And sometimes we overthink it because we don't we don't spend time with him, like you said. So we don't know when he's urging us to do something. Mm. Your stomach don't your stomach not just feeling sick. That's the Holy Spirit saying, yo, no. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you feeling uneasy for a reason. Mm. So I know I look for that peace. I mean, that feeling of peace mm. or that feeling of uneasiness. So like if I feel yeah. a little, a little sketchy. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna miss out on this one. You just helped me with a decision just now. I'm I'm telling you, look, if you that ain't your stomach, if you feel that uneasiness, the Holy Spirit is look, you better not. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Nah. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. Mm. You know what the crazy part about it? When I was coming back home, going back to the college thing, and I was at peace with it. I made my mind up. I walked through the door and my family didn't agree with it. Every my time, bro. didn't agree with me. My family looked at me like I was crazy. That was the hardest thing in the world to deal with. They was looking at me like, you three semesters away, you about to come home and do what? From the outside looking in, it looks crazy. But, but crazy to everybody. But it's, to what you just said, I don't think it's ever a God say unless it looks crazy to somebody else. Mm. Mm. Think, back to, I love Joseph, so I always bring Joseph up. God gave him the dream. His family is like, what are you talking? You're crazy. Yeah. Like, we're not going to serve you. You just, you know what I'm saying? You're our brother. That's like my brother just walking up to me. Hey, look, bro, you're going to serve me one day. Like, you crazy. Get out of here, bro. You crazy. So it got to look crazy to other people. And I think that is a, a real reason that we got to have our own relationship with God is because if you don't, if you didn't know God personally, your families, they're, because at the end of the day, they don't mean no harm. Right. They love us, right. but exactly. they're not God. They were in the they, they were in the room with God. Yes, they're they're the not exactly they're yeah. not God. So I know my mom and dad, they love me. So they want me to make the best decisions and they may have preferences and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, God trumps all. Regardless of what my mama say, how they feel or what they think is a smart decision. When God tell me to do something, I gotta stand on I gotta stand on that. Like, gotcha. I got regardless of what everybody else say. Because if you don't got that foundation. What everybody else is saying, your family, your friends, their opinions, mm-hmm. that's gonna get you like you go now. You're gonna start to question, did I really hear God? Because yep. when I dropped out, that's how I felt. Like yeah. I dropped out in uh 2021. And once I dropped out, I'm like, hold on, did I really hear God? <laughs> because I was in school, it's so crazy because I was in school in New Jersey running track. Mm-hmm. I told my mother, I said, Ma, I feel like it's work for me to do in Virginia. I said, I don't know what it is. It's just like an inner, it's an inner feeling. The Holy Spirit was like just like putting that in my heart. Flash, flash forward. I mean, fast forward. I said flash. <laughs> fast forward. We doing the podcast. We doing Bible study. So if I didn't listen to what God told me and and listen to what everybody else told me, stay in school, stay in New Jersey, we would not be doing this podcast. We won't be sitting right here. Right. We won't be doing Bible study. And then all the other lives that have been affected by what we do, it wouldn't have never happened. Mm-hmm. So you got to trust what God's telling you. You can't listen to everybody else. You, yeah. And the thing with me now is like spending time with God. It's like no matter what anybody says, like. I know his voice. Yeah. Yes, bro. I know his voice. Yeah. Like, I tell people that all the time. Like, I know what I heard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just made my mind up. Like, man, I'm anchored in this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And spending time with God, bro, is crazy. Because I was a person, like I said, battling insecurities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Battling, do I belong? Where do I fit in? Yeah. You know what I mean? And God allowed me, last year, I got my minister's license. That's what's up. Congrats on church. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm giving sermons. I'm doing all that. And I'm Jeez. still, like... Going through. I'm going through. Yeah. Like, how did I get here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That's hard. My question for y'all is like, man, like, how how are y'all like maintaining 
like your relationship with God mm-hmm. through like the outside world or what other people said to you? Yeah. Me personally, bro, my relationship with God has been getting stronger mm-hmm. because of how many people I know are relying on me mm-hmm. to be my best. And I can't be my best without God. I can't be my best separated from God. Mm-hmm. My phone, I can cut on if I don't charge it. So if I'm not plugged in with my word, if I'm not plugged in with God, Say if it I'm, again. My, my <laughs> Say phone, it again. <laughs> my phone don't work if I don't charge it up. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not plugged in with God, if I'm not at 100%, if I'm not lighting my word, I can't pour into anybody. I can't mm-hmm. impact the lives I'm called to impact if I'm not staying in my word, if I'm not holding myself accountable to stay in my word and build a relationship with God because there's other people depending on me. Not just me and my brother or my family, but my, our friend group. They're all depending on us to like hold them accountable because they're all new in the faith too. So it's like sometimes we have to text in our friend group chat and be like, yo, make sure y'all get y'all word. It'd be their reminder. Yeah. And it's helping them out. And just seeing how they're building their own relationship with guys is also more confirmation for us to be like, yo, you gotta yeah, keep like, doing it. Yeah, like, yeah. you gotta stay locked in. Because if you fall off, domino effect is gonna go to everybody. Yeah. Right. Not the top off, the bottom will fall off. Right. Like, everybody gonna go down. So just making sure that we all trying to build to the point where we all have our own solid foundation because we don't want them to have a relationship with God. Through us. Exactly. Yeah. We wanted to have a relationship through God for themselves. Like build right. your own personal relationship. Learn his voice for yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't need you trusting everything I'm saying. Go read look at it, it yourself. Yeah, go read it yourself. <laughs> go read it yourself. Get your own understanding. Yeah. Go ask God for his understanding because the way I understand it and the way I say it out loud might not give you the same perspective yeah. of how I know God is saying it to me. Yeah. Right. Like it'd be a whole different thing. But just more so like knowing that we have other people um depending on us, bro. And then also knowing that all this can be taken away in an instant. Hey. Knowing that yeah. without God, none of this is possible. So it's, if I want to get to where I want to get to, God's the only way. Yeah. My dad says all the time, God plus me equals majority every time. Yeah. So in any decision, in any situation, in any environment, place, traveling, wherever it is, like I know I will never have the advantage unless I have God mm-hmm. connected to me. Yeah. But yeah. And something that I always stay with and that sticks with me is in Spider-Man, Uncle Ben said, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm. So I always keep that in mind that because he's called us to do such big things, it's going to require more. You have to go through more. You got to put more work in. It's sacrifice. It's obedience and all these different things. And then, like he said, it's so many people counting on you. So many people counting on you. And then you, you start to take yourself like you start to step outside of your own self and realize that, okay, it's bigger than me. I think that's the biggest thing that keeps me going is to realize that this not about me. It's at the end of the day, it's about my children that I don't even have yet. My children's children, mm-hmm. like future, yeah. like your future grandchildren, your great grandchildren, the family line after you. That if I quit, I don't know what's gonna happen to them down the line. Right. And people don't look at it like that because it's like I'm living for me. You know, people, our generation love to say you only live once, <laughs> but no, no, yeah. because them other people that come after you is gonna live like based off your decision making. Because the father's sins is passed down to the children and the children's mm-hmm. children and stuff like that. I think the word says a good man leaves an inheritance for, for his children's children. Yeah. My dad mm-hmm. always said that verse to us, so it's stuck in my yeah, head. That's, that's stuck in my head every time. Yeah. And, and you got to think about it because what kind of inheritance do you want to leave? What kind of inheritance do you want to leave? What's if the standard? You, yes. What's the standard? Because if you quit, you're going to leave them a bad inheritance. So now now your son's struggling with something you, you were struggling with because you quit. You didn't want to get through it. And, and this is real life stuff that people don't really look at. So I make sure I'm intentional with my walk with God because it's it's so many people that are counting on you. Everything you went through is not for you. Everything you're, you're going to go through is not for you. Everything you do is not for you at the end of the day, but you're just another piece to the puzzle to help somebody else. I always say that my life is going to be a blueprint for somebody to read mm-hmm. so that they can know God and so that they can get through. So always just trying to remember somebody else. That's what keeps me going and just staying at Jesus' feet 
because he came here, he came here to give to us. Right. That was his main goal for God to love the word that he gave. So everything we do here is giving and serving others. So, yeah. I feel the weight of that. I feel that so heavy. Like with my family, I feel like I am, what do they call it? The black sheep? Yeah, yeah. I am definitely that for my family. And I feel the pressure and the weight of it so much because I know everything that God has shown me, the promises. And to have my family sometimes look at me like I'm crazy when I say everything that God is about to do through this bloodline through mm-hmm. me and how we're about to break so much generational curses, yeah. the, the curse of poverty, mm-hmm. the curse of depression, bipolarism, all of these illnesses, that healing is ours, that prosperity, abundance, mm-hmm. joy, peace. This is something that we have as an inheritable mm-hmm. right. And it's going to start with me and it's going to end here. And they just be looking at me so formed, but I know what God is speaking to me almost mm-hmm. every single day. He yeah. affirms me because one of my love languages is words of affirmation. So God is constantly pouring words into me and just showing me. And it gets hard sometimes when I'm so excited to tell them, oh, God said that he's about to, he took me to this verse and he said he's going to send nations to me and I'm going to do, mm. and they're looking at me and they're just like, oh, okay. That's cool. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard when you're a visionary though. Yeah. yeah. And and I feel the weight of it a lot because I, I feel so deeply for, I just really want to also just break off depression and poverty for them to really find a peace of mind for them to not settle in. We ain't never even took a family vacation out of, out of town. I'm like, this mm. is something that I really want to change the trajectory mm-hmm. for my family. I'm very passionate about yeah. it. I am. I'm getting emotional. Too. Nah, no, you good. You <laughs> That's good. your wife. That is. Yeah. And watch, it's going to shift. This ain't going to happen. And you, you got, got me yeah, motivated now. <laughs> you got to realize that you was put in that family for a reason. Yes. And that everything you saw, everything you went through, like even as a kid, you had to go through because I'm sure, like you said, you're finding your ministry in all of that. And it's going to help somebody else like to where your pain is going to be, like I said, somebody else's blueprint to actually get through because you had to go through. And in the moment, like being a black sheep, it do not feel good because it's like, I got I feel like look, I'm not your strongest soldier. Like right. I'm getting tossed and turned. They, life just smacking me. You know what I'm saying? But at the end is glory. Like exactly. back to the main topic. Like it, we have the to go through glory. suffering. Yes, we yeah. gotta go through suffering. Told, I'm putting y'all on payroll in my businesses one day. I <laughs> yeah. said I got y'all. I yeah. said you guys will know what it means to be able to live yeah. life free from the shackles and the limitations of what you thought it ever could be. Mm-hmm. That's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> That passion came out. Yeah. yeah, because I just want them to really just be able to wake up and I can't mm-hmm. wait. And even now, I, I like when you guys are talking about when God is moving you, I, God has told me and certain things have already aligned. He gave me a vision and I held it in my heart and I told nobody one step has already happened. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay. And now this next part, and they're looking at me crazy. Why would you move there? Why would? And I'm like, I don't know. But when I tell you, I have so much peace that I got to go. Mm-hmm. Do it. I gotta go. Do it. My mom has a book called When Obeying God Makes You Look Stupid. Mm. Yeah. And that's facts. Like, most times when we obey God, it's not going to be the logical decision of yeah. what most people think we should be doing. Because mm-hmm. they're like, you got a son. And when you're going to take your son, you're going to be by yourself and you're going. And I'm just like, I can't worry about none of that. Yeah, like, I, God all. is my, that's his son too. And, and exactly. I did put him back on the <laughs> altar a while ago. So yeah. he good. Yeah. 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 That's what this has definitely been a great, yes. great yeah. this is really good. episode, man. It definitely touched my heart. Mm-hmm. I've, learned, crying. I don't even <laughs> I've learned, 
I've grown, man. I appreciate y'all for coming out. Always. I appreciate y'all for having us. Yes. yes. We got to bring y'all back to Virginia. Back. Yes, I definitely got to come to Virginia. Yeah. I would love that. We gotta bring Marae Victoria too. Shout yes. out to her. She's not here. Yeah. She's on vacation, living oh, her best yeah, life. Yeah, Graduation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So exactly. shout out to her. Yeah, we gotta get all y'all out there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Y'all got any words of encouragement though? For just the viewers out there, anything that's on your mind? Um, for me personally, I'm very passionate about getting up and putting your best foot forward and mm -hmm. anything you do. So um, Colossians 3.23, it says, work willingly in everything you do as it feels for the Lord instead of for people. Mm -hmm. So like, when I wake up and my alarm go off, make sure that my, when my alarm go off, that's God saying, yo, you're on assignment. Mm. It's, still, it's more purpose to be handled. Don't press snooze. Cause you know, like most times we work in a job for man and you don't like your job, what you going to do? I don't feel like going to work, snooze. Let me get a little few more minutes. Yeah. But when you working for God, it's a different type of ambition, different type of motivation, different type of inspiration that comes with that. It'd be like, damn, I'm ready to, I'm ready to tackle on the day. God, who we about to bless today? Yeah. God, who am I going to impact today? What do you want me to say today? So on and so forth. So like, I want y'all to, to the viewers, whichever camera I'm supposed to be looking at. <laughs> I want y'all to really like lock in and change your mindset when you're waking up in the morning and just change it to self you working for man, do everything as if you're working for God and do your best at it and watch what God do. Yeah. Mine would be um, definitely seek ye first kingdom of God and all the things shall be added unto you. I want to say that verse to the viewers because I want to speak to that person that may be discouraged because they don't know what their purpose is. Or they don't know what they're called to do here on earth. So they don't know what career they want to do. They don't know if they want to go to school, not go to school, start a hair business, not start a business, be an entrepreneur, all these different things. And I just want to say, put God first mm -hmm. and he's literally going to take you to where you need to be. I never thought I'd be sitting here today. Like this was never in my journal, never in my plans or anything like that. And I just believe that everything is divine realignment. So that God is just aligning you with his will for your life. So definitely just keep God first and just continue to seek him. And he's going to take you exactly where you need to be. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, give you encouragement. You give encouragement yeah. first. You go first. Let me think. No, I'm Man, uh, John 10, 10 mm. and 30 says, I and my father are one. Yeah. So like how we talked about earlier, man, include God in everything yeah. you do. Mm -hmm. When you wake up, he's waking up. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you go, he's going right with yeah. you. So just include mm -hmm. him in every aspect. A lot of Holy Spirit to just come and it will blow your Facts. mind. Yes, sir. I guess for me, I would say give yourself permission to be processed. Mm. So many times we want the blessings. We want the outcome of a thing, but we don't want to go through the process. And the process mm -hmm. is so beautiful because that's where you build character. Mm -hmm. And that's where you learn that when you put your trust and your confidence and your hope in God, it really shall not fail you. It will allow you to weather the storms of life with contentment and with joy. It will give you the peace that know that all things will work together. Mm -hmm. So just give yourself time to go through the journey of life, to go through the journey of just being processed, whatever that looks like, that your life is truly in God's hands. Yeah. That was good. Y'all want to give out your socials? Um, Y'all can follow our podcast page yeah. at More Purpose Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple Music. Uh, Instagram. And I'm a full-time photographer. If y'all need pictures or anything, at Sellers Media on Instagram. Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at Marlon Sellers 8. I'm also on YouTube at Marlon Sellers 8 also. I just started posting back up there. Stepping out on faith on that. Trying to post more videos yeah. and stuff like that. Just be transparent. So definitely look out for stuff up there and just subscribe to the channel. Yeah. Definitely, man. We appreciate y'all for coming on. Always, again. bro. Thank you again, bro. Another episode of Sage and Such. You can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. We appreciate y'all for locking in with us, man. It's been a great episode, man. Yes, sir. Yes, Definitely sir. appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Love. Love.